Hey guys, this is Austin. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, you're about to listen to a live episode that we did, um, and we video recorded the whole thing. So you can keep listening to the audio one if you want, or you can go to hotbuttoncast.com and watch the video. There will be a link to our YouTube channel on there. Randy created a whole visual presentation. There's a bunch of slides with images of all the special editions we talk about. Uh, so either stay here, listen to the audio one, or go check out the video. Either way, thanks for listening and enjoy. Okay, so uh, there's no opening music or anything, is there? Oh, wait, Jason, you want to play the intro music? That's real quiet. Yeah, this is sick. It's by this guy. Whoa! There we go. Yeah. That's some bass. That was my voice, right? Wait, was that that really your voice? Yeah, that's me. I didn't know that. No. (laughs) 20, 20, 25-ish. All right. Uh, Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very first Hot Button Live. Clap, you degenerates! Uh, right here from the Volume Cafe in scenic Turnersville, New Jersey. Um, Ooh, love it. <laughs> so our discussions here in Hot Button lately have been kind of serious, like school shootings and government intervention and all that fun uh-huh. stuff. Uh, so what do you guys say that today instead we talk about something stupid? No. Yeah. More school shootings. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, isolate that clip for me, Jason, please. I got some plans. For those maybe listening later who don't know who we are, I'm Randall Beatrice. And this is Chris Anatuano, and yeah. this is Austin Blakesley. I switched it up and did it. Yeah, you did it backwards. I did. I'm thrown off now. <laughs> yeah. I can't do the rest. I quit. Um, and this is going to be our episode on video games uh, special editions. Um, Wait, how's everybody feel? How you guys feel? Yeah, how's that? How is the... Not, you tell me, you guys. Uh, oh, okay. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> me? Ner- n- uh, fine. Nervous. All right. Yeah. I don't be, don't feel, be nervous. Uh, <laughs> Don't great, be nervous. Great. There's not a single person better looking than you in the crowd, except for Con- uh, Conroy and, and Chris else. and oh, Phil and yeah. <laughs> Dom's got you on the beard, I guess. <laughs> Max is pretty good. Pretty much everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is special editions, or I guess collector's editions or limited editions, whatever dumb bullshit edition that... Uh, some of you companies out there have done whatever you want to call it. I think Evolve had one called PC Monster Race, which was absolutely uh, the worst oof, name for whoop. an edition I've ever heard. Um, Yo, the Evolve alt-right uh, monster pack. <laughs> I mean, whatever. The, the, the history's vindicated us because nobody talks, nobody cares about Evolve anymore. That game is... How many people are playing that, you think, on Steam right now? I play it every day. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, we brought this up a while back and thought that this would maybe be a fun way to break things up a little bit and read off just some of the most absolute most bonkers uh, versions of some popular games of the past couple like generations. And of course, dive into them as best we can. Uh, remote control drones, anime body pillows, mini fridges. Mm. Uh, forget soundtracks and art books. Forget figurines. Uh, this is seriously, this is going to be the most ridiculous stuff over the years that have made it into people's hands in the names <laughs> of their favorite titles. Uh, some of which may or may not have been entirely moral or legal. So <laughs> Yeah, I love some illegal shit. Yeah, so that, that'll be fun. Uh, so I'm going to, let me ask you the guys this. Um, what was your first experience with a special edition of a game? Uh, do you remember? I bought the cat helmet for Halo 3. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was a big one. Really? 
Yeah. yeah. The and le- then I legendary it out and put there's it on no my way cat. To, there's no way that shit fell on his head. You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's pictures of that, too. Yeah, I'm assuming that'll come up. It will. Because uh, okay. I tried diving back a bit, and definitely seems like in my research that even the idea of many of these things that we're going to get into today is a relatively newer invention when you think about just how long games in the home have been around. Well, all right, I guess fuck me in my uh, introduction to special editions. You didn't say anything. What was it? Yeah. Uh, Diablo 2, that sweet special edition. That's, that's kind of amazing <laughs> that you got your hands on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and my cousin were Diablo 2 fucking fanatics. Do you remember how much that cost? <laughs> I have no idea. No? <laughs> An absurd amount of money. <laughs> you didn't like, throw money together? Uh, yeah, we did a lot of uh, horrible shit. We used to go to uh, a Target and uh, open... I remember we got Counter-Strike Condition Zero from going to Target and just stealing a CD key out of the box <laughs> and then putting it back on the shelf there and then downloading some, the game. <laughs> there might be some members in our audience who may have done that with WoW cards. I'm, I remember, not, I'm I bought, not gonna say I who. bought the first Counter-Strike by going to the mall and asking 15 people for a dollar because it costs fourteen ninety nine. Wait, that worked? Yeah. How yeah. old were you? I don't know. Fucking, you were literally was it 1999, <laughs> so I was a fucking child. <laughs> yeah. Hanging outside of Walmart. Um, so like what's funny is like I mean now it's kind of normalized like almost every nowadays like it pretty much feels like every fucking release has a bunch of different versions and SKUs hitting the shelves regardless of like the anticipation for the game yeah um, anything to get a little extra penny from the hardcore consumers into collecting which uh, myself included sometimes uh, it's pretty shameless um, but it wasn't always that way my first experience is actually back in 2007 with the first Bioshock um, the one that came with the little Big Daddy statuette, uh, which I think I still have it somewhere. I don't remember. I don't know if anybody remembers this, because this was actually even before Halo 3, which came out later that year. It was 2007. Um, All right, I remember this. Yeah, I remember you remember that? that? Box. This, there were three separate editions for that game, each more expensive than the last, with the top, of course, being that legendary cat helmet. Hell that, yeah. Right there, that Austin, that Austin got brought this? up. I still have it. You it's, still have it? Yeah. It's in my room. It's covered by dirty laundry. <laughs> so it's funny is like these. this originally retailed for $129. Is that the Ghostbusters thing? What? That thing right here. <laughs> this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's funny is the if you were to sell your edition on eBay right now, it's going for like twice that. Do I have to dust it? <laughs> I mean, you might when you take pictures. I don't know. Oh, that's a no-go. No. Go. <laughs> no, no it's, it's cat-sized. It's like this big. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty Did funny. Master Chief ever take off uh, helmet? her helmet? No. <laughs> Wait, that was Castlevania. Wait, no. No, Ma- Master Chief took off his helmet in the shitty ending of Halo 4. What did he look like? I don't remember. Like an army dude. Oh, right. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> did I completely miss that? <laughs> yeah. I beat that game and I don't remember. But this this silly plan worked yeah. out for Microsoft really well. Because not only I found that that special edition sold super well, but every publisher out there thought that they could do the same thing. And boy, did they ever. <laughs> like days of charging a tab more for like a Steel Harbor case were starting to seem quaint compared to like... The, the beefier edition that makes up that, that that's just like made up of cheap plastic goods. Everybody yeah. is, is probably who else made a helmet? Some point. Who else made it? There's quite a few helmets out there. We'll get into one later that came out this year, and that's a pretty <sighs> good story. Um, so like uh, like if you go back, like Call of Duty One, Metal Gear Solid, the, like a lot of them had like DVD extras. They were like making ofs and shit like that. Come with an eye patch. <laughs> it should have come with that, I bet you that would have been way better. But a lot of this shit's old news. Um, oh, so not, not dark enough for you? Does it come with a tsunami survival kit? Does that get allowed? <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> 
Jesus. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about shit that's gonna hog up some shelves, like closets, drawers, uh, you know, whatever there's a market for. Which brings us to our list today. And notice I say list and not timeline because I came to the conclusion that would be way more of a good time to go through everything and organ and organize it by price rather than date. All right. So you starting from the bottom? I'm starting from the bottom. So I found the the the, the 15 craziest things I could and I organized them by price, with the most expensive version being last. All right. Long setup joke. Uh, starting from the bottom. Now continue. I'll get back at I'll get back at you guys when we're done. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna save the most epic for last. Now these aren't necessarily just all the most expensive editions ever made. Uh, that list would be boring because there's a lot of there's a lot of shit out there. But these are, in my opinion, what I thought the craziest ones. That, right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, save your responses where I forgot some game that was bundled with some like super overpriced vinyl or something, which I'm attacking myself by the way because uh, I I like. You know, because I, I love video game records, I do, and um, and like, and it's funny. We we had a podcast last week. We were talking about criticism, and uh, and we were talking about like self awareness, and like, and and the funny thing is, it's like I, I completely understand when you're the mark for something. Like yeah, you know, like it's it's yeah. So it's like again, kind of knowing what, you know your place in this stuff. Like if this if this special edition came with like a cassette and somebody that would just listen to you talk and not interrupt you for four hours. I bought special edition cassettes before. <laughs> so there's, you, there's to be special... words why you like something, like yeah, it's. There's a special edition of Oxenfree that came in a cooler. I with have a, that in here, yeah. With a can of soda well, and I think a cassette, right? No. Well, here's the thing. It was, I'll get to it, but it wasn't uh, soda overseas. I know. Which is why I wanted it. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, I, res- I, st- I what I'm basically saying is that I reserve the right to still say that this is a lot of dumb stuff and a lot of the stuff I've like, some of, and I don't own a lot of it, but some of it I have. We both have that Call of Duty mini fridge. Mine broke. That's the last one I bought. <laughs> Mine still works. <laughs> but uh, with I don't have drunk people tearing it up every weekend. <laughs> no offense to those present. Oh, I've definitely knocked that thing over. <laughs> <laughs> now, also for the record, I, I I am aware that this whole concept certainly wasn't founded in 2007. But this was definitely where the craze in in like really began, in my opinion, with just seeing the pattern in my research. Uh, GameStop obviously being the biggest notorious failing company GameStop (laughs) (laughs) they're not doing so great right now I don't think I think their profits are down like 263 million this year whoa really 600 now yo any uh, former GameStop employees represented (laughs) (laughs) saying that though I do still have a couple things that predate the trend on my list I'm more just saying that this was around the 7th generation that the stuff really started to took off so we're going to get into rules uh, here a little bit. So And it's rules? funny because well, there are rules for the list. And I'll get into okay. that in a moment. But like like I said, I know that this stuff didn't start at Halo. I am going to talk about stuff before that. In 2004, Half-Life 2 had a limited edition that came with a t-shirt. And the, the this is the thing that I thought was super funny. The t-shirt was exclusively a men's XL. <laughs> it didn't matter who you were yeah. if you bought the special edition of that game. Who so wear Gabe it? just pulled it out of his closet and sent it back yeah. it with the special Gabe, edition. Gabe wishes he was just an XL. Yeah, who would wear an XL shirt, right, guys? No, that wasn't. <laughs> Either way, if uh, you were you were smaller, a lady or somebody that, who was a Half-Life fan, uh, you're out. You're out of luck, I guess, here. Uh, prior to that, tons of other PC games, mostly competitive shooters and online MMOs came with making uh, that come with making gloves and stuff like Chris mentioned, the Diablo one. This oh, was a look huge at this. One. I remember this fucking sheets for the characters, yeah. dude. Oh, I think so there was even cool. another version of this that came with like the, the the staff like signed it. 
which was kind of neat. Yeah, no, I didn't have um, that. There was a version of Rainbow Six that came with a special mouse pad. I could not for the life of me find pictures of it. Uh, but And then there are Stranger Attempts. Uh, Rockstar's Bully had a version of the game that came with a dodgeball. I thought that was that was pretty good. <laughs> All right. uh, uh, Nintendo did that Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition thing. Do you remember Rockstar put out Wind that? Waker. They sold an AK-47 with Grand Theft Auto 4. That was sick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I would have bought I think GTA 4's one was like a big ass. I have lock. that. It came in a duffel bag and yeah, it came with, a, with a bank lockbox, yeah. What are you keeping it? Um, whatever came in it. I lost the key. <laughs> <laughs> full but cum. none of these things, as you said, compared to the cat helmet. So this is, this is definitely. That's poor cat. I, know, I, I apologize. That's I a not, regular occurrence in yeah. my, my house. I did not do that to my cat. I, no. just, like, I, I thought about it. <laughs> But I didn't do it. This is mostly going to be about uh, like about bundles that broke the uh, or near the hundred dollar mark, and then some that broke way beyond that for their goods, uh, you know, with some exception uh, exceptions. But list rules here, and for which there are only three. Uh, number one, no contests. So sorry to Uncharted Two 2's Dagger Fortune Hunter Edition. It's pretty rad. Was that a contest? You can only get it in a contest, and it was the same with this. uh, There was a game called Elementor Gear Bolt that came with a box that of a gold pistol, like (laughs) like like a gold plated PS2 light gun. That's insane. Um, which is pretty good. But they or were an, uh, an island, if, or, if you want to go back and listen to a previous episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the island that came with, with Just Calls 3. Yeah. Or a lifetime <laughs> supply of Sobe life water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, no, all right, so second rule, the game must be packaged with it. So right. that's a no to those cool like Wolfenstein ones They didn't that did not come with a copy of the game. Or a and, giant swastika flag. <laughs> And no to the ones that came with the weird-ass controllers, like the Resident Evil 4 chainsaw yeah, controller. I remember that. Yeah, uh, Anamusha 3 had a sword controller uh, <laughs> on the PS2. Um, and then uh, none of that bullshit, like, fishing rod and trash Wemo add-ons. Oh, none of that love stuff. That. That, were, that were sold by themselves. A special apology, of course, to the Wu-Tang uh, PS1 controller. <laughs> 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 so th- that thing is... That's the special kind of, like... I, I had I would be remiss if that was not in there. Typing of the death. Typing of death. Yeah, uh, so you could use that keyboard. That keyboard, I think, for other things in case you were playing Fantasy Star Online on like or, or whatever on the Dreamcast. So that's. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's that GameCube one. That the, yeah, that thing's great. Um, um, so like, th- and third rule, I'm leaving stuff off the list where off the list where a specific peripheral is required in order to play it, making no other edition of the game like available. Oh, Rock okay. Band. I heard yeah, of that. So that's a no to crappy things like Tony Hawk Ride, Rock or Band Trash Game, Tony Hawk Trash, like Steel Battalion, and I'll fight you if you can. <laughs> <laughs> that's this thing sense. was wild. That, yeah. It looks awesome. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, none of that stuff matters. That saying, um, there will still be some controllers talked about on the list, but uh, it's got to be an optional bundle. Um, extra add-ons for the super rich uh, or weirdo fans, whatever that stuff. Uh, in the true spirit of the conversation here, anyway. So, without further waiting, here's the list, and we're going to start off uh, small, uh, stupid, and then get big stupid. All right. Essentially. <laughs> So the list actually, and uh, I guess I cheated because I do have an honorable mention. I'm going to begin this with a recall because right. those are always fun. Uh, now, like special editions of some titles have been canceled before, either due to lack of interest or unforeseen circumstances around quality. They had like a Batman Arkham Knight Batmobile bundle that apparently sucked. Like it, the, apparently just the sculpt of it was real fucking bad, so they canceled it. <laughs> 
but this one is way better. Uh, so I'm sending an honorary mention out to the Godfather 2 video game, All right. where Electronic Arts sent out actual real brass knuckles <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the press in a special edition uh, that was set to be announced as part of like a promotion. Turns out that even possessing those is very illegal. Yeah, uh, in plenty of places. <laughs> in almost all parts of the country, including California, where EA is located, uh, where, they're, like, where they're based out of. So uh, you don't even need sales in the equation. Just simply shipping those things out the way that they did uh, is classified as a class one misdemeanor. What in the fuck? <laughs> so same as that the ownership of, the... of a concealed weapon, like a blackjack or butterfly knife. Yeah. Like the <laughs> other GTA 4 special edition where you get a shipping container full of dead Russian prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one? <laughs> so luckily, uh, although unfortunately, these never hit the public market in any way, and representatives from the company were forced to contact everyone in games writing in games writing that received one to request that they be returned back or properly disposed of. Yeah, come and get them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure plenty of people did not send them back. EA has never officially commented beyond that about the legal action taken against them and declined to answer questions about it since. We're too busy tanking all our IPs to get back to you. <laughs> But funny side note, Take-Two once got away with doing the exact same thing a few years ago uh, with press la- pre- uh, to press outlets sending out an official uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 baseball bats, not illegal, and brass knuckles, except as you see in this photo, they were attached to a coffee mug, making it perfectly fine. That's yeah. how they got away with it. <laughs> uh, do you remember when Watch Dogs had sent people ticking safes? Yeah, that was a bad that idea. Was a good, that was a good idea. Yeah, I want to cover that on They're a like, oh, disaster. They're like, oh, something's coming, and then it was just a box with a combination and just box. ticking in it. Yeah. And everybody, like, like five outlets just called the bomb squad the, immediately. The best is one of them, I think they actually blew, they disposed of it, and they blew it up, and then when they were shifting through it afterwards, they found the, like, disc of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. don't worry, we didn't lose anything important. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, the game was trash. And this fucking trash game. I did group, uh, watch the is pretty good. I'm talking. Although right. I did group a bunch of these All together right. into categories. Uh, first in the beginning, so you'll see why in our presentation here uh, it'll make sense. And I know that this is a not uh, this isn't a top ten. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. It's fifteen. So all right. I did fine. not. I did not approve of this Whoa, decision. Right. Weird, yeah. weird flex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only numbers ending in zero. These are also uh, all these are are all over the fucking place in terms of actual quality. So I'm not making fun of anybody here who wanted to get one of these or have one. But if you have something. one, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I had to go. I had to go out of the country to get my damn Hot Miami special edition, which came with a cassette tape. Uh, nice. Came with that sweet. That's the one tape. you bought with a cassette tape. I did. I had a comic yeah. book in it too. It's pretty rad. Um, and then, as Austin mentioned, that oxen-free one. Uh, so, in, uh, if you bought it in, in in other countries, in Europe and Australia, it came with a six-pack of beer. So, but in the United States, they had to be all lame, and, and it came with soda pop. That's food. That's a pic- that picture's photoshopped. <laughs> you don't think that? Well, no, it's, it's not sitting on the beach. Not. No, it's not. <laughs> so, make fun of you all. Uh, us all you want is what I'm saying. All right. So, number fifteen. That's just a regular I cooler. Pull, like, I know I'm like burying the lead, but here we go. The first game on here is Stranglehold Collector's Edition. Uh, so we're going to start off pretty low pl- price here in the category cheap add-ons. Uh, there's tons of games out there that I mentioned before that came with lame like DVD stuff uh, back before things got like just all included digitally. Um, I almost wanted to put the Fable 2 Collector's Edition uh, simply for the fact that the original promise of that package came with like tarot cards, a bobblehead, and all this shit. And I remember it, the tarot cards. Yeah, really? guess what happened? Yeah. It got scrapped last minute. It didn't come with anything. They kept <laughs> yeah. the same. They kept the same price, but all you got were those DVDs and nothing else. <laughs> but um, but Stranglehold uh, was interesting. <laughs> so, came into view by announcing something fucking awesome. 
Wait, uh, so you get a child and a shotgun? And then they <laughs> fucked it up so badly. So, retail for only $10 more. It was $69.99. Uh, go ahead. Make your 69 jokes. Nobody? Oh, yeah. That's a sex number. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This version came wow. bundled... Uh, <laughs> With a Blu-ray disc featuring, for the first time ever, a full high-definition remaster of the classic uh, Hong Kong action film, Hard Boiled. Which is a pretty fucking rad movie. That you. baby is 50 years old. <laughs> Look at its face. Um, the, so the, and this was actually apparently, like the, I don't know if any of you guys played Stranglehold. It's the prequel to the game itself. It stars Cho Young-Fat as the Inspector Tequila. Yeah, you can shoot people in the nuts in slow motion. You can. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. This is even pre-Sniper Elite that you can do that stuff. Yep. Um... So to three, except here's the funny thing. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, if you're a 360 owner, though, it was the same price, but you didn't yeah, get I had the, several. You didn't get that because it was a Blu-ray. So you never got. It was the same price for both versions, but if you were on 360, you just didn't get hard boiled at all. But uh, it so it must be feel it must be feel good to be a PS3 user here, except for whatever um, uh, reason that HD remaster. That was not HD at all. The special PS3 Blu-ray outputted in the MPEG-2 at 720 by 480. Hell yeah. So and they literally burned it onto a Blu-ray disc, and it was not... <laughs> check, a Blu-ray. Yeah. check out the sick technology we're not implementing. <laughs> Making it look exactly the same as that already released DVD copy of it that you could get for $2. <laughs> That guy, uh, I don't like that. This guy's face. Is my point of <laughs> the, the guy in the black. Uh, and this, the what is it? The um, but luckily a high definition uh, re, uh, launch of the movie on Blu-ray officially came out two years later. Oh, thank, thankfully. Yeah, so you know you're all saved there. Uh, so number fourteen. I'm the sh- action sequences are among the greatest ever filmed. <laughs> it's true. That, that, so you know that it's, uh, period. So, <laughs> so you know in that, that scene when he's holding that baby, and I, don't know, I, I can't believe not enough people have seen, seen this movie because it's fantastic. There, there's a famous shot. Uh, all right, you know what? I'll sum it up in a way people maybe would know. Anybody see that show? Uh, what was it Dark uh, Place? Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yeah. Do you remember when he's running away from exploding ambulance holding a baby? That's taken exactly <laughs> from the movie, except in Hard Boiled, it's like legitimate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah, <laughs> they had to get it. That take just right. All right, so uh, I'm gonna do this one quick, and not just because it was sold at the same price as our last entry. Uh, I know, sorry, the first two were a tie, but no, uh, the real reason, honestly, is because it makes me angry, and those of you close to me will definitely know why. Um, now a bunch oh, of I'm excited. yeah. Now there are a bunch of uh, collect like there are a bunch of entries in games before that have done collectible card things packaged into game bundles before. Most of these are totally fine. Like it, it makes sense. They're from titles you would expect. Uh, Pokemon. I just got like a weird games. spinal like fluid fucking flashback <laughs> when that image came up. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! This is fine. Uh, the mystery... Is anybody just like, in a car right now? Like, what? The streetlights come back. <laughs> the mystery of getting some cards for your library works here because uh, most of those are already part of a successful thing outside the game itself. Plus, they're actually usable in that scene, so getting things like doubles are never usually a big deal. Save that for 2005's Perfect Dark Zero. This Hell game, yeah. Hell 10 of a game. out of 10. 10 this out of 10. Game, An absolute suck-ass sequel to what? the beloved Nintendo 64 classic where Rare and Microsoft thought that a good idea to the already being cheated fans was to include collectible cards in their limited collector's edition. This game is so good, dude. So, that's right. Prior to the craze, they were already hungry. In this, you got this metal pack case, whatever, bonus DVD, and a paperback comic book, and these, like, 
glyph cards, I think are what they called them. And there were one of nine, which each limited edition only being packaged with one at random. Meaning that if you wanted to own all of them, you had to buy the edition multiple times and hope that you didn't get a duplicate. <laughs> Do you think it still had the card inside? No way. <laughs> yeah, that guy was off to collect no, the rest. It just has a bunch of shit cleaned off it from someone. Someone took a dump on the game after playing it. <laughs> did anybody play this game more than just an hour? Like, I, uh, the, yeah, mul- the multiplayer mode against the bots, like just throwing in like swords and that weird ninja star. You device. can also you can also cheat that game in multiplayer by continuously rolling. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. which everybody <laughs> online did, which was pretty funny. All right, so our next entry here is going to fall on this series, uh, and this is where we're going to start to categorize things, and this is where it's actually going to get really fun. So the first category I'm going to make fun of is just Thank fuck. unusable things. Uh, and while I'd like to make fun of the plastic-mounted Batarang and Batman uh, Arkham Asylum... <laughs> that, I heard that was high Why? Guy, guys, with, guys with Jeeps and Batman stickers on the back and, around the world are rejoicing <laughs> with this fucking and thing. This, uh, it kinda put into this would also be Call of Duty World at War Special Edition, where it came with an undrinkable and, uh, like, a canteen. It was like you couldn't... Because of, like, the radiation? <laughs> it was literally sealed shut. Because it took place shut. in the Pacific. <laughs> but don't worry, Call of Duty's going to We dropped two nuclear again. weapons <laughs> on <laughs> Japan at the end oh, of World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but don't worry, that franchise is going to come back uh, multiple what, times. World War II? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the franchise of World War II. Um, but no, the worst offender of this by far is going to be Splinter Cell Conviction. It's kind of a rad game otherwise, so I'm not even trying uh-huh. to dump on this game. But while the previous two may have been uh, conceptually poor ideas... Is that ideas, the Washington Monument background? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I never played it. I'm yeah, so th- This was just a botched fucking job, pretty much. Uh, this game all, this game came in... F- there were like four goddamn versions of this game. They had standard, special collectors, and limited collectors, and I don't know. Pretty much all just buzzwords for the day, but... Uh, the only one of those that's going to matter here is the United States and Canadian Exclusive Collector's Edition, uh, which is this thing right Wait, here. Wait, first this. of all, go back one. I what? like that this just is a action figure of just like... A dude with a gun. The guy from Lost with a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You could have told me that was for 24 of the game, and I believe you. I, I really don't know. Uh, so this one's kind of funny. So this, was, um, this cost 80 bucks. So we're getting only a little bit higher, and it came with... All the stuff, a steelbook case. I know Austin loves those. Yeah. Uh, comic book, an art book, decals, and a special little uh, custom USB drive that was shaped like a credit card, which I thought was kind of a crazy thing. Designed to fit in your wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah they know? have those. Don't, they why do. are you looking at me? I don't even have a wallet. That's what the ad, that's what the ad said. Uh, on the drive, it was preloaded with a bunch of special features that no one cares about, like wallpapers and making ofs and more art and some stuff like that. It seemed like a pretty all right for what you were paying, but the biggest problem was that the drives were all busted. Uh, due to the unique design, we may never know, because I don't think Ubisoft ever actually, like, they, they just said they don't have this information when people asked them about it. But the news of this got out before the thing officially was at retailers, so their response was to sell it anyway. Just tell people ahead of time that you're like, hey, these might uh, are not work at all and also don't use them. <laughs> like, whatever you do, do not actually plug them into your computer. Uh, and it's like, I think conceptually it's kind of cool, but like, yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's stupid that it's branded of a game, but imagine if USB drives were all like flat credit cards. Um, but uh, so like, they were, these things were already manufactured. So in their defense, at least, they did drop the price Oh, they did actually drop the price by 10 bucks, and they put all the features and the drive up on the game's website to download for free instead, uh, which is, I guess, a totally admirable and answer to a silly problem. 
But yeah. this is a category I think you're all going to be waiting for. Another round of notes. All right. Sorry, I know I'm shooting through these. I mean, yeah, but yeah. I just want to get to the fun shit. Yeah, take it. Yeah, take a deep breath. We'll all wait. Yeah. Cool off. Yeah, yeah. I was joking. I was totally joking. <laughs> Hold it out through the mouth. All right. This is the one I'm going to linger on. This is the one I'm going to linger on. The next category is uh, pervy games. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, all right. Special guests, our friend from the crowd, Phil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You Which, all like anime, you idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to slow it down a bit because I just wanted to get through the like that stuff. This is, this is going to be funny. So for which, there are a lot of these. So thank you, Japan. There are. That's racist? <laughs> I, I want to say that's racist. You put a question on the end of it. Yeah. Um, I don't care. So narrowing it down in this category, uh, which, by the way, my roommate at one point, who's not here, came downstairs while I was researching this stuff with headphones on, and I had multiple windows up on my computer of all this different, like, don't be ashamed. naked <laughs> <anime> girls. <laughs> um, so, Sarah, research. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I'm kidding. But, like, here's... I mean, I'm not kidding about that. That was it. But here's, here's what I got. Uh, so what do you guys say? Well, we're going to break that $100 mark and get into right. some, some of the juicy stuff. Um, Ugh, gross. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't it's say, convenient that this, this is... and then say the word juicy. juicy. <laughs> so, interestingly enough, the first title here is not actually perverted at all. Well, I was going to say, it's convenient that this is number 12 on your list, which is the exact age of the people being sexualized <laughs> on this game discs. <laughs> um... <laughs> So it's funniest thing is like the, this first title is going to seem weird because it's like it's not overtly sexual until you see the peripheral that was included in the bundle. Oh, and is this the one? Is this the one I recommended when you pitched this topic? Maybe, yeah. Okay. So I'm talking about Res. Uh, oh no, this isn't the one I pitched. I know what no, it is, that, so. that, you'll get there. Don't worry. Yeah. So Res is I don't know. Not a lot of people play this. It's a pretty. It's a super cool like neon like music rhythm rail shooter that premiered on the Sega Dreamcast and then I think more importantly later for this on the PS2. Um, and you'll see why in a second. So the, the game itself is totally appropriate to play for all ages, eat for everyone. But that uh, PlayStation 2 release, uh, re-release got a little sexy addition for those that wanted to shell out the... How could uh, this get any sexier? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> the extra bucks. And uh, I'm talking, of course, this is a real peripheral uh, called the Trans Vibrator Controller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty much exactly what you think it would be. <laughs> It's a smooth computer mouse-sized peripheral that, when plugged in, pulses in time with the music in the game. Uh, the director who... I'm for this, 100%. Yeah, right? Right? I don't know. I'm yeah, not really yeah. against so this. The director, the director, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> the director of this game is pretty cool. Uh, I'm yeah. going to butcher his name. Do you want to try? Uh, Tetsuya Mizuguchi. Yes. Whom uh, I love his games racist, dearly. Racist, dude. <laughs> I did it right. <laughs> So he stated that he simply wanted to help enhance the player's experience of synesthesia with real haptic feedback through the power of touch. That was the pitch for this thing. <laughs> Yo, throw this on your taint, play this game. <laughs> his, uh, the intended use of this device was, in, in his words, was to hold it, put it in your pocket, on top of your feet, that's what he said he liked to do. Or sit yeah, on I it. I bet he fucking likes or, that. Or you, you sit on <laughs> it. Yeah, you can sit on it. Yeah, you put it under your butt. <laughs> and here's the funniest thing is in this box, a pouch was even provided to protect the device. Oh. Just to have a little. Keep it clean. From your also, semen. <laughs> side note, uh, if you can't afford the trans vibrator, just play Halo 1 with the Duke controller, get in the back of a warthog, and hold the R button. 
<laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Just driving around in circles. Little, and little life hack for you all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, now that being said, you the it could absolutely be used as a sex toy. Obviously, there are channels of people who uh, on YouTube who have done that. On well, YouTube. Um, Pornography on YouTube. The cameras not they don't get explicit with it, but but this led to quite the falling. There's children on there. Yeah. Yeah, be honest. Two of the crowds looked up Roblox pornography. So here's the funny thing, it's like this this device actually like there are some passionate fans out there that got so into this thing that they reverse engineered the accessory so it could be used on PC years oh, later when man. the game was ported there. On yeah, real team. big fans of this People thing. People are gross. The entire concept, by the way, also found in his future games like Luminous and also in my personal favorite, Tetris Effect. Uh, you tell me you've been jerking off while playing Tetris Effect. <laughs> yeah, and he's still really good at it. It's not fair. <laughs> You can connect three other controllers and have four controllers all vibrating yeah. in different layers of the music while yeah. you're playing this game. So wait, speak slower. Where do you <laughs> put them? How's that T-spin feels? <laughs> 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 um, but that's uh, still too innocuous to win this category. So we got to get into the weeb ship for that. Uh, which brings us that to... That is offensive, I yeah. think. Sorry, I'm being the is PC it? police today. <laughs> you're killing me. So th- this is going to bring yeah. us to a game that I didn't hear of until I looked this up called Record of Agorist War, which isn't... Look at that image. I've never heard of it. What do you guys think this game is? <laughs> I swear. Nobody's over 14, first of all. Would you say that it was a tactical role-playing game with dating sim elements? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, it honestly looks oh, like it. Yeah. Oh, I just saw the name of the limited fucking... The edition of this game that was sold on 360 and PS3 was called the Really Naughty Edition. Yeah. Uh, really, really, really naughty. It's now. Uh, I'll get to this. <laughs> this game came with a, a booby mouse pad, uh, and despite being a console game with an extra, it came with an extra DVD footage of the girls in the game, uh, all doing embarrassing things like eating sausages. Um, shit. I know this is a hilarious, a really hilarious image to leave this on, but something just went wrong with our pictures. Because mm. <laughs> it's skipping the edition that it's called and went right to that sausage picture. Wow. <laughs> Hold on. What a fucked up picture. This is what you get for having feudalism for 4,000 years and then immediately going to producing VHS for the U.S. Like, you do have no in-between to develop your culture. Like, they just, like, they jumped right into oppression. That's that booby mouse pad, by the way, I'm talking about. Wait, hold on. I gotta get closer and see this poster. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. There's a poster like this hanging on Phil's wall in his bedroom. I know. <laughs> Wait, are we still in the off time? We edited this out. Because <laughs> I was you, you, like, that sausage reveal was gonna kill it, and instead it just launched that I right think in your still, face. I think it still killed it. it. Still speaks for itself. It upset me. Yeah. It upset. I'm, still, I'm very upset. But here's the thing: talking about this game for the last five minutes, none of this holds a candle to the Gal Gun series. Wait. <laughs> this makes me uncomfortable. The Gal Gun titles. Uh, so Chris, how old are they? 
No, we don't, I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm done. Too easy? So wait, I'm curious. Do, do you know the Galgun games? No. All right, so these are a series of uh, Japanese rail shooter games where you take the role of a male student who shoots his female classmates with a pheromone arrow to prevent himself from falling in love with them all. <laughs> guys is, got that? Wait, isn't that what pheromones are supposed to do, though? That's literally the plot of those games. And there's multiple of them. In case it kept going. Uh, but uh, one of the sequels, the third one, despite having two in the name, uh, came with an edition called the Free Hugs Edition. Uh, that doesn't look like hugging. <laughs> and this came with... <laughs> An art book. Yeah. <laughs> This came with a double-sided gaming accessory pouch that, uh, featuring one of the game's ladies on them that, according to the game's official press release, you can, quote, put whatever you want inside. It, I don't have to say it. It's your penis, obviously. <laughs> oh, not burying the lead on that one, huh? <laughs> but not to be outdone by itself, years prior, uh, the winner of this category, hands down, is its predecessor, Galgun Double Piece, and it's Mr. Happiness Edition. Oh. And so, for $100, 100 smackers, plus tax and shipping, you can get that stupid game, bonus risque costume DLC, an art book, a CD soundtrack sampler, a wall scroll of your favorite ladies, and an official screen cleaner. Oh. Can I tap? The, is that the screen cleaner? That's the screen cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just wanted to be sure. Uh, obviously, translation panties. Um, it wasn't even used. It wasn't even used. <laughs> so that's right. Uh, for which the the implications of this will continue to haunt my nightmares. Uh, also, you clean this, your screen with it. That's the implication. After what? After you get your fingerprints on it <laughs> and other bodily This oils. version, by the way, if yes, anybody wants to go on eBay. Your penis fingerprints. <laughs> Mushroom stamps. Yeah. <laughs> uh. the, the, I'm sorry. The version of this game, still very much in high demand, by the way. The oh, price really? Is, the price has gone up quite a bit since launch. And if anybody wants to look further into this title, one of the other things it was famous for, that on Steam, there's a $99 DLC that removes the... that makes all the clothes transparent of all of the women in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What? It's $100 downloadable content for that game. Did you say double DLC? I thought that was your joke. share Steam Library. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, come give me five dollars. Uh, but yeah, so thank you, Japan. <laughs> Still racist. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't know how big it is. <laughs> you can put it on your cat after you put the Halo helmet on it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now that it, keep it all in your pants because we're done with uh, pervy games. You, so you bought this while you're researching. I don't have that kind of money. That's a weird excuse. But, <laughs> yeah. all right. If it doesn't have a cassette tape, no buy. Um, so we're gonna, without that, uh, with that out of the way, we're going into statues. Um, it's time to talk about them. Uh, Admittedly, not as hot as the last few images. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me that ain't doing it for you? He doesn't have pants on. You could put the panties on him, maybe. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> you can buy these blood and flesh soaked panties. Chris, Chris, just think for... about what he could do with them shoulder mounted cannons. <laughs> Uh, most of the ones I've seen have been pretty crappy. There are very few exceptions to this rule, considering that the price uh, a lot of these cost. Uh, that big Skyrim Dragon one sucks. I'm sorry, everybody. I know a lot of people bought Just that thing. Just like the game. It's hollow plastic <laughs> bullshit. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, feel free to boo me. We're gonna, you're going to get your, like... Oblivion is better. <laughs> you drag me out kicking and screaming if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hot take, uh, hot take, Fallout 4, best, best Bethesda game. I'm just, I'm just joking. Please don't attack me. Um, so, that Overwatch one of Soldier 76, that wasn't even colored or painted. What's with the Dutch angle on this picture? I don't know. (laughs) Why is that guy wearing a glove? He didn't want to get fingerprints. It's making on me his... uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, he needs it's a, not, it's he needs not that... the fucking Stanley Cup. It's a dead. He needs figure. that special <laughs> edition screen wiper if he's gonna handle to this. To wipe down your statuette. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, time out. There is a fetish of coming on statues, by the way. Yes, there is. That's why he's wearing it's that glove. Hot, it's called hot glue videos, as Chelsea was yeah. quick to yell out. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, so now that you're all envisioning that, and while I, po- I now reveal a whole bunch of statues, um, picture yeah, your imagine com- coming on picture all of these. Picture your all these statues. <laughs> Especially this one, because the runner-up for this was this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Here's our second place here. The mutilated, busty, bikini lady torso that came with the zombie bait edition of Dead Island Riptide. Oh, zombie bait. Oh. Yeah, compete with gory wounds and all. Mm. A large pack and so what tasteless. What the fuck is this? <laughs> so tasteless and misogynistic that publisher Deep Silver had to release a formal apology, uh, which this is what their apology was. <laughs> Stating that Includes they... Includes content that may cause offense. <laughs> what? That was what they did. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, they sincerely, apparently, regretted the choice that they, that they uh, that they would be committed to making something that they, they yeah would because that would never one customer again. Ted Bundy has been in jail for thirty years. <laughs> That's why. Despite this, it did not get withdrawn from sale. In fact, they made two versions. The American ones got the stars and stripes bikini top. Uh, oh my now god! Now we're talking. I come on that. <laughs> I mean, gross, dude. <laughs> Well, <laughs> right, hot glow, sorry. It reminds well, me of Florida State University, where I first went on my rampage. <laughs> More Ted Bundy jokes. Ted Bundy. <laughs> While the, uh, you know, those, the European market got, uh, or buyers, they got that Union Jack. And you, wait, you just scroll over, and it's just like swastikas. <laughs> Whoa, sorry, skip through that one. Um, so, so no, yeah, for real, uh, fascism is on the rise in Europe. We're just a few <laughs> short years away. I just wanted to keep pulling this image back up for you guys multiple over after you're talking about hot glue videos. Um, so uh, they, 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 they're in the special edition. They described this fiberglass bust. Sorry, as a the, this was their quote that said on this edition an an uh, an iconic Roman. It's like their take on the Roman marble torso sculpture, and they said it would be... It's like, this, it's like a, a statue str- of David, but <laughs> you could come on it easier. <laughs> they said that it would be a... Uh, they said it would be a striking conversation piece. <laughs> Can't argue there. Oh, hot glue! Like, I get it now. Like, you squeeze it, it comes out real slow. 
Nah, I'm just kidding. I got it the whole time. Uh, it would have been funnier if you, if you you pictured the wholesome version of somebody just holding a hot glue gun over the... But no, this is a good one. Uh, I'm going to present to you guys the winner here, and this is uh, the collector's edition of Fear 3, uh, or better wise known as Fathreer, <laughs> which came with a steelbook, steelbook case, a comic book, some in-game weapon, and a seven-inch tall naked pregnant ghost lady of the uh, antagonist character in the series, Alma, featuring a glow-in-the-dark fetus inside of her. <laughs> um, so that's right. For 120 bucks, $119.99. You get two statues for the price of one. <laughs> you get a fetus and a pregnant lady. You could have the, uh, you could have the world's ugliest nightlight of a character uh, infamous for raping you at the end of the previous game. That was how Fear 2 ended. What? Spoilers, so why does, dude. Why does she have the baby then? Because she's the woman. Do you not know how to say? Okay, so <laughs> you know, when I mommy the daddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go on. And <laughs> so, uh, you know, thank, I don't know how it works. Thank Warner Brothers for that one. By the way, I had to pull up that screenshot, so you're welcome for... You had to play the game to get here? I, yeah, that's the ending. Never mind. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I captured the footage from my... <laughs> uh, so I don't know what's worse, that or the uh, Duke's head from Duke Nukem Forever <laughs> in that bundle. <laughs> yeah, that is phenomenal. Yeah, if you want to remember one of the worst games fucking ever. <laughs> um, that is pretty good. Uh, now, as if these ugly-ass statues weren't taking up enough room in your tiny apartment, it's time to uh, bring up ridiculously large things, like just things that taking up space. Now, what's funny here is that uh, I actually kind of think that some of these examples are kind of cool, but it's more about where the fuck would you put them. Right. This 18-inch uh, sculpt of that massive uh, Titan complete with the three pilots and the collector. This is awesome. Cool. You've seen this. It's, the, the it's undeniably who, gorgeous. The guy who ta- uh, tattooed you, didn't you get something? For, yeah. yeah, yeah. Our, our friend has, our friend tattoo artist has one of these it's in really his studio. Rad, it's awesome. But like, it, it's odd shape would leave homeowners pretty confused on where to stick it. And uh, same with this. I know where to stick it. Underneath my penis with like cum <laughs> on it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I've got, uh, um, and uh, I've, and same with this like damn near perfect replica of the Baker's house from Resident Evil Seven, uh, which uh, I've got actually to hold this myself, and boy, it, it's actually it's it's heavy, uh, but you really. Um, I wonder what that looks like during yeah. a snowstorm. If you guys know what I mean. <laughs> All right, I'm done. This is this is too easy. Can we get away from it? <laughs> You're the only one bringing it up. <laughs> well, the rest of us stopped. Uh, so it's funny. It's like you've already got to have a spot in your home reserved for this one, right? And, and by the way, this is coming from a company that released a blood-scented candle to light around you when to make your VR experience even more immersive. <laughs> I guess. How do they know what this like blood smells like? Like that? Blood I said like that the other day, and then Chelsea was pointed out that it, I, iron, I guess, is the. Yeah. 
Yeah. Also, the fourth dimension is time, not blood. <laughs> you, 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 take, you take offense to, yes. to Capcom's... Uh, I don't like the word 4D because it's stupid. It is pretty stupid. Yeah, 4D yeah. Is dumb. Yeah. It's for two letters. Well, I think and a letter it, and a number. General relativity was that me. blood and space are the same thing, right? No. <laughs> but, I have time flowing through my veins. <laughs> but you know, what's, uh, you know what's heavier than that house? Um, a locker. <laughs> what? So, and this was the anniversary edition of NBA 2K10. It comes with a poster of a rapist. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Sorry. I did not <laughs> notice that. It's fine. Uh, Kobe Bryant is not a good guy. Great yeah. basketball player, though. <laughs> uh, so, you, uh, you could get your very own mini locker, complete with built-in shelves for your games. And uh, a metal padlock to keep your little siblings wow, out of your stash huge. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Was this different from the NBA 2K9 uh, series where they uh, trick impoverished kids into thinking they become athletes and get them out of school and then ruin their entire lives and then That's they'll get drafted year. to the NBA and then... How much does that addition cost? <sighs> yes. What's... <laughs> but then again, both of these still too small. This is small pickings. So the winner of this category, by sheer power of size, goes to the Ultimate Loot Chest Borderlands 2 Limited Edition. Oh, God. For 150 bucks. That's not a bad price for it's all really that shit. It's really not for all the shit in here. I don't want any of it, but get, that's not a bad price. You I've get, seen uh, one of these chests. Have you ever yeah. seen one in the wild? Yeah. No, this shit was hard to they're, find. They're, Doesn't yeah, Alfred have this? They're only like this I big. think he does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean Alf- that picture. Alfred's like- room is just his bed, and then, and then this, this, and then the Resident Evil, Evil house. Because <laughs> he does have that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got uh, artwork, postcards, a comic book, field notes. I don't know what that means. Stick uh, some stickers, cloth map, a book, an ID chart, a steel case, the game, a bobblehead in its own box, partridge in a pear tree, all inside of this big loot box with a certificate of authenticity. And, um, in case you made all this yourself, then <laughs> yeah. are tricking somebody. And, uh, it may not be big enough to sit on, but boy, does it hold the record for the largest non-console game bundle that was mass-produced, beating out 2018's Black Ops 2's uh, Mystery Box Edition. Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4. What'd I say? Two. That was a better game. Yeah, look, it it's, like a sh- it's like a shield. <laughs> yeah. It's like a shield, but they made it into four lines. The old lines. design of the Mystery Box was, coo- <laughs> was way cooler. <laughs> Whoa, that's... Th- okay. Yeah. The Roman numerals. Somebody already looks like they came on this one. I don't want to. <laughs> you said you weren't going to do this anymore. It was over. Yeah, so you do you, Borderlands. Um, all right, so who here, who here likes toys? What kind of toys? Well, first of all, what's a toys? Is that a car? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at fun time toys. Not that kind of fun time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the vibrating one. Uh, but who here likes expensive toys? <laughs> like the vibrating your one. Hand from- is, your hand is currently on one of my expensive toys. Oh. The laptop. Okay. That was the joke. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Th- there's, here's some pretty good listings for some, some price things. Cause yeah, what? his penis. <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> you guys happy? I was walking around. <laughs> So most of these categories, <laughs> most of these apparently fall in the category of remote control things. Um, but I guess I, I missed the memo on that somewhere where gamers love to pilot that kind of shit. Uh, so we got three of these coming up. Uh, the first is Black Ops, cutely titled uh, Prestige Edition. 
Uh, so I told you we weren't done with that series where you could terrify the absolute fuck out of your neighbors with a tiny remote control car literally modeled to look like a moving bomb. <laughs> Yeah, what in the fuck? <laughs> RCXD. I guarantee you would probably get thrown in Guantanamo Bay if you tried to bring this thing anywhere near, near, near an airport <laughs> and just drove it, it around. Does it tick? It probably makes some noise of the... It makes an RC noise. Yeah. It's just that nice high-pitched mm-hmm. sort of squeal. Do you know how much, how much is this? Uh, this one was like... Uh, like I like I think we'll get into it, but I think this was like around 150, which is why it's not... <sighs> um, so, we... Uh, like I would also, I want to include in this Black Ops Two. This again with the series with its flying drone. Which, uh, See, that's cool. And it's hardened editioned. No, no, it's cool. It's drones are cool. Later. I wouldn't fly this near an airport either. No, you don't fly anything near an airport. I guess that's smart. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't fly that plane. But uh, and speaking of uh, like you know flying shit, this is Tom Clancy Splinter Cell's Blacklist Paladin Aircraft Edition. No, another returning series where Ubisoft wanted to get into the sky with, uh, with Activision with their big-ass three-channel twin-engine flyable plane. That was, that was the plane... It's uh, fucking stupid. That the plane, Why? That was the plane from the game where your base was with all the bad voice acting. <laughs> no, I don't know. You, bro, I'll burn Splinter yeah, Cell. Yeah, suck it, Tom Clancy. <laughs> Yeah, Did, where are you uh, at now? Didn't Driz, didn't Driz you Fuck play the, you. the co-op of this where at the very end of the game, spoilers, you have to kill each other? That's, that, was, that was conviction. Fuck, okay, that was conviction. All right, my bad. Uh, I don't know much about Blacklist. Conviction I knew about. Um, but So I don't, I don't actually know how easy this thing was to fly, but it pro- a lot of these probably ended up getting busted. Um, and so and enough remote control shit because it's time to get into uh, this is, 2009's Talk of the Town. Everybody remember this. Our winner of this category and the last mention of Call of Duty for the day is Modern Warfare 2's Prestige Edition. Uh, uh, which I guess they use that name more than once. So for $159.99, you could get yourself a pair of real working night vision goggles and mount them to the uh, the top of... Uh, they said this that the bust is of character soap. I guess he's got that mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He looks... You play fucking video games. No, I played through the, all this whole series. It's just I don't know. It, it, look, it's a really nondescript face on that thing. That's fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, you put this on your cat with put it over top of the Master Chief helmet. Um, so you know when you weren't using this to chase that cat with the helmet around or to spy on your your sister sleepover party or whatever. No. You know, whoa, whoa, you know, whoa! I thought, we're not I thought we were done that. with the pervy. Shit. I don't have a sister. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, it also came with an HD remake of Call of Duty 1, but who cares about that? Working night vision goggles. Yeah, you use those panties to wipe off the night vision goggles. It gets, ste- it gets steamy in there. <laughs> How many people do you think broke those things turning them on in the day? Like in the middle of the daytime? <laughs> You stepbrothers yourself. I did that before by accident once. Um, so next up is a strateg- uh, a category that I would straight up like to call lies. Right. Uh, and this is this is a fun one. This was, we're going to compare and contrast two images together. Expectation versus reality. Uh, the first is the collector's edition of Dead Space 2, uh, where it was supposed to come with uh, what they called a replica of the plasma cutter. That Cool ass fucking you gun mean that the Isaac only gun Martin you need uses. to use the entire Pretty video much. game. Mm-hmm. It's a killer thing. It's a killer design. Uh, and here's what a lot of people thought they were getting. Looks kind of cool, right? 
And here's what they got. <laughs> a tiny cheap 3D printed piece of junk that wasn't even painted and it was not even big enough to hold in your hand. Um, Wait, who made Dead Space? EA. EA published that. <laughs> can't believe they lied to people. It's such, <laughs> such a trustworthy company. It all broke and ended here. Yeah, it began and... So... Um, and you guys might remember this one from the internet <laughs> a while back because people were talking about this for a while. This is the, this is the $200 um, collector's edition of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. And uh, so, which bundled together some statuettes of their finest heroes, Iron Man, Chun-Li, Mega Man X, and uh, Captain Marvel, as well as a lit case of the famous Infinity Stones looking all cool. Um, a truly iconic image considering uh, the film franchise right now, right? But... Who wouldn't want yeah, to... shout out to the MCU. They need the they press. Need we yeah. got you covered here. <laughs> I thought this would be relevant. So here's the picture of the Infinity Stones from that ad. That's what you thought you're getting. You ready for uh, Easter? If the next image is just Dragon Balls. Oh, they went. You guys, uh, this was the reality. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, somebody hot glued these before they, they got delivered. <laughs> You said you were going to stop. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, then stop making images look like they got came on. <laughs> You're colorblind. <laughs> no, clearly these two are the same color, okay? <laughs> it's close. I'll give that to you. It's mind, gray, soul, gray. Uh, cur- courage, power... Uh, time <laughs> and uh... so these these <laughs> these were not even removable. By the way, they were glu- they were like glued into that case. They're hot glued. Yeah, they were hot glued into that case. Um, Uh. Uh, But uh, you want to know what neither of those uh, had. Uh, They didn't have a multi-million dollar company scrambling to fix it. So I'm going to pass the... uh, I'm going to pass everything over to Austin here to tell us the story of Fallout 76 $200 Power Armor Edition. Woo! All right. So anybody know this story? Yeah. There it is. Okay. So, yep. Fallout uh, 76 was announced at E3 in June... 10th, 2018, uh, and it was said to contain a glow-in-the-dark map of the game's world, 24 figurines with designs based on models in the game, which there were no other NPCs in the game, so I don't know what they made figures of, but whatever. Uh, A steelbook case of the Tricentennial Edition, is that what it was called? Um, And a wearable, they made a case to say wearable after the Halo one, (laughs) a wearable power armor helmet that came in that cool canvas duffel bag that was labeled West Tech after a fictional company in the Fallout universe. And this was meant to release with the game on November 13th, 2018 for a retail price of $199.99. We all know the story. The game had a real disappointing beta, but despite this, people were still excited for it. Uh, And when the the Power Armor editions finally shipped to consumers, uh, those who pre-ordered had more than just the game to be disappointed by. Switch a pick. It was just the Master Chief helmet. <laughs> Whoop. Okay, so this is the bag that they got. 
the canvas bag they you promised. You can feel that to, like, to yeah. the touch, that picture. Yeah, the canvas bag that they promised was less canvas and more of a nylon. And more like a vaporwave jacket yeah, material. Somebody, somebody basically cut up a puke green raincoat and very poorly sewed it into a bag shape. That's what it looked like. Um, obviously, people were disappointed. They started to contact Bethesda to complain throughout the coming months. Uh, As if they didn't have enough on their plate already yeah. with the launch of and that Bethesda game. Just, uh, Bethesda's response was to very quietly go onto their website and adjust the description of the edition to say the word nylon instead of canvas so that when people came to complain, they could just <laughs> point them to the website and be like, it says nylon, but it didn't. It said canvas for like six months. What do they think they are? Beyonce? Like you can remove something from the internet yeah. and then no one can find it? Uh, but they, but they, they did that, but they did not edit the picture. So the picture still had a very nice looking canvas bag in it, but it said <laughs> nylon just so they could cover their tracks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, people started to contact Bethesda wanting their money back, wanting a replacement, wanting to just yell at somebody. Uh, on November 27th, a, a very nice customer, I don't have the exact words here, but he contacted Bethesda and said, I'm a little disappointed. Can I maybe get a replacement or have my money back? And uh, Bethesda outsourced the customer service to a third-party company, which was a mistake. We'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, or right now. Uh, they, they responded by saying, we're sorry for you that you aren't happy. The bag shown in the media was a prototype and was too expensive to make. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that's your statement. Uh, that's like the slogan for all their we video games. We took your money, but then we didn't have enough money. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that person it's was like a fired. Health insurance company. Uh, Bethesda adjusted the statement to say that they didn't switch it because it was too expensive, but they switched it to do the unavailability of materials, which people make canvas shit all day. <laughs> I don't know what, what material was unavailable, um, but Bethesda offered people. This is, this is my favorite anecdote of this little story. Bethesda offered people 500 atoms of in-game currency if they were disappointed. This is about $5 worth. Uh, oh and the funny God. thing was, the same duffel bag... In, no, don't switch it yet. Okay. The same duffel bag that was in the promo image was in the game digitally. And you could yeah. buy it, but it was 700 atoms. Oh so my God. With, their, with the currency they gave you as an apology, you couldn't even buy the fucking bag in the game, <laughs> let alone get a new bag that you wanted. Um, and uh, then it, it pe people did some digging, and it was revealed three days later after this statement was released that Bethesda did indeed have the material to make canvas bags, but instead of putting them in the special editions, they mailed them out to influencers. <laughs> YouTubers, Twitch streamers. Uh, Anybody with a high enough following got yep. that sweet bag. Uh, so instead of sending it out to the people with special editions, they sent it out to the influencers. Uh, this obviously angered everybody because every statement they had, people just had an answer for it right away. Um, so on, Beth on December 3rd of that year, Bethesda finally offered to replace the old bag with the one originally promised. But our story's not done there. <laughs> uh, on December 5th, the said third-party customer service website accidentally broke for a period of 45 minutes. Uh, I remember this. We were, we were talking about this. We were watching the Game Awards, remember? 
Oh, and I brought right. this up on Reddit. Yeah. Um, 123 <clears throat> support tickets were sent in this time, and people were getting emails about support tickets that were not theirs. One Reddit user posted and claimed that he was receiving everybody's support emails sent in this time period. He had access to people's names, emails, home addresses, and the last four digits of everyone's credit card. What? And had the ability to open, close, and edit tickets. Oh my god. Um, luckily that went into didn't go into the wrong hands. Yeah, luckily yeah. the guy that this happened to was real cool about it, and he just posted on the Fallout 76 subreddit and was like, hey, uh... So I have all your information. <laughs> uh, Bethesda, if you're listening, you might want to canvas bags. <laughs> you, might, you might want to do something about this. So yeah, um, Bethesda eventually fixed that. Uh, oh, did they? And then kind of swept that under the rug. But wait, there's more. Uh, after all of this, um, it was announced one week later that the bags were in production and everybody had worked out their support decks to get their replacements. But they said it would take around four to six months to make and ship the bags. And they to, never had them. To this oh. day, I could not find any evidence of anybody that has actually received their replacement. <laughs> Just a bunch of threads of people complaining about not receiving their replacement. I was going to say, they're probably hoping people forget just like that game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but after... Fu- uh, so we're, we're about five months out from when they announced that Yeah. Uh, here at this recording. Um, but the people who were affected got an additional 500 atoms. Oh. As another sorry for Bethesda fucking up. So now they could finally own the bag in the game. <laughs> and have 300 to spare. <laughs> no, yeah, they're just hoarding bags there. All right, so with that, uh, this is, we're up to our top seven. And in here, there are no more categories, just seven single titles with fucking crazy special editions. Uh, all that, we're not just a warm up. Uh, so this is this is where the real meat is going to be. Top seven, nice Top even seven. number nice for even the number. final seven. <laughs> so this first one I actually didn't know existed until I found it. Uh, with company Crytek finishing uh, work on Crisis Two, what better time to capitalize on the Can I Play Crisis joke made famous by the first game by announcing and releasing the Crisis Two Maximum Graphics Edition. Which, uh, a special bundle in in association with NVIDIA, of course, that gave you the technically demanding title with a brand new uh, GeForce GTX 560 Ti. You can play and finish this game in three hours and then mine Bitcoin for the rest of your life. (laughs) Hold (laughs) on, hold on. Special edition. They they called it the maximum graphics edition and then gave people a 560 Ti. I mean, when did Crisis (laughs) 2 come out? Was that... There were better graphics cards at the time, <laughs> is all I'm saying. This was, uh, I think people tried to price this out. This was at a, a $299.99 for this one. Uh, I guess before like high-end graphics cards really started to get up there with the Bitcoin bubble. Mm-hmm. But sorry, I keep leaning away from the mic there. This is $10 less. Uh, people dug than buying the two items separately, so not so bad. Plus they it, couldn't even throw the game in for free? No, but it did come with a t-shirt and a poster. Oh, okay. <laughs> that guy's got the plastic batarang for sure. <laughs> uh, I mostly just wanted to, to put this on here to show how popular of an idea this would later become with many publishers. Now you pretty much can't get a good GPU these days without it having some sort of like code of a pack-in for various AAA games, uh, which is cool. Um, 
But as far as retail special edition bundles go, this was actually like one of the few that I've seen that was like on the shelves, like sitting on the shelves, which I just thought was interesting. The Crisis one? With a disc inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing it. Um, also, I assume this game could run, the, the, this card could run the game at max settings at the time. I'm not entirely that, sure. If it couldn't, that, that would be... Would, that would uh, follow with the whole name being the Maximum Graphics Edition. I would hope so. It is so. a 560 Ti. I had one of those you things. You could run it at high. I couldn't run games on Maximum that came out years after Crisis <laughs> 2. <laughs> um, so, uh, we're going to go back to Resident Evil for this one. Um, in the special edition conversation again, because uh, this is time for everyone's favorite title in the series, Resident Evil 6. And it's uh, Platinum Edition as they called it. It's hard to tell from that picture, I know. But we'll see. what This was released exclusively in Japan, although fans from all over the world were very much welcome to order it if they so chose. I can't read it, but I'm assuming it's a course in graphic design and what not to do. <laughs> Look at this horrible fucking picture. <laughs> this, uh, this package came with a copy of the game for either 360 or PS3, four cell phone cases themed after characters, uh, Chris, Leon, Jake, and a special secret case. Uh... Which uh, already an odd incentive, I guess, because who was it? I don't remember. I think it was just like the one of the bad creatures from the game. But what's weird is like they never put in any of the press release statements what model phone it was even for, and also what non-drug dealer owns four phones. Yeah, why would you? Why would you need four fucking phone cases? Why would you want four phone cases? I don't know, but that junk is whatever. Because why would you want one Resident Evil? Because this is all about that sweet. This is all about that sweet replica jacket that uh, that uh, oh. Leon's wearing, based off Hell the one yeah. from this game. So available. That doesn't look like the same jacket. That's what. Well, hey, this is this is what you're getting. Is that leather or suede? I can't tell. Uh, it's a it's real leather, uh, actual okay. fine soft leather, as they said. Uh, and this was available from small to extra large. Uh, I'm sure many fans, though, including myself, would have much preferred the brown puffy jacket from Resident Evil Four. But uh, you know, I digress. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna play a game here. How much do you think the copy of that was? All it was was the game, four cell phone fake cases, and a leather jacket. How m- That's like six dollars, isn't it? <laughs> or six hundred dollars. For what? Right, for say, the jacket? How, no, just for the whole thing. What do you say? I think you're miss, I think you're missing. Zero there? Mm-hmm. Well, regardless, none of you said $1,240. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> that's what it translates to, 105 Wait, go back one image. Yen. I'm assuming all the money goes to this here for Take It Back Sunday, because oh, that's that what, what this guy looks like. But yeah, uh, plus tax and shipping. Uh, you could look like uh, Land's Worst Venture into the franchise. Though it's a pretty dope jacket. Uh, though also... Uh, I actually like Resident Evil 6, so I get a lot of shit for that. All right, that's the, sh- so, that's the show, everybody. <laughs> I think it's fun. Um, now, I, could, I couldn't find much evidence of folks who actually went out there out of their way to buy these jackets, but they, they were only limited to 5,000 units of these things. For those that couldn't afford it, though, you could still buy one of the 25 other special editions of this masterpiece. There were fucking so many versions of this game in like every country. It was ridiculous. Um, but... Uh, we're gonna get weird and kind of gross. Remember what? Remember oh, when? Oh, now we, we're gonna get gross. Yeah, remember we've been talking about games? coming on action figures for like a half I'm an gonna, hour. I'm bringing it back. Uh, uh, not that, but I'm bringing back gross shit. So this is gonna be a weird one. Uh, 
So this is probably the oldest. This is the oldest. It's definitely the oldest entry on our list, and probably uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is the oldest entry on our list, and also our last tribute to Japan. So oh, no. pour one out. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys the tale of the limited edition of one's uh, Enemy Zero. This was a second Saturn. Never heard of um, it. So this is a 1996 survival horror title for the the Saturn. Uh, also in, in starring a white guy whose hair is parted down the middle. It, really, that was a popular <laughs> thing. Um, this was uh, this apparently is in the D series of games. Hell yeah! That's the thing. <laughs> starring uh, apparently uh, the main protagonist was uh, Jill Cunniff of the band Luci- Lucius Jackson. If anybody heard of that band? Nope. No. Nobody heard of that band? I don't collect mm-hmm. tapes. So this was. De- <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so this is developed by Warp, uh, lead designer. His name was uh, Kenji Ino. I think I'm saying that right. So what better way to reveal this game than at the 1996 Tokyo Game Show with... Uh... All right, so who here remembers Booth Babes? Booth Babes? Anybody what? remembers Booth Babes? Mm-hmm. What an industry back then, right? Hey, that's um, Jessica Google autofilled it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't know why that's in Spanish. I didn't... <laughs> so it wasn't long after the premiere that Warp announced that the most exclusive limited edition ever made at the time would only be the first 20 people could buy it. And for $2,000, they could uh, get all of this stuff for them. And I'm going to read through this massive lift of I- list of items from, uh, you know, the saving the most Japanese one for last. <laughs> all right. All right. So you guys ready? So for two grand... This package contained a copy of the regular special edition of the game, a towel embroidered with the game's logo, a model of an enemy corpse, uh, compete with body, bodily liquid? Getting, I know it's getting weird already, I know. I assume that meant fake blood, but I'm just reading this directly from the site. Uh, a metallic, That's probably translated. Maybe, yeah, it probably is. A metallic bookmark, a flyer, a, uh, that, and a ticket to the Enemy Zero art exhibit, which I guess was held back in 96. It was hard to find. A set of press releases, a VHS tape of music clips. The, the lead designer was also a musician. Uh, a large 3D... You want to read that word? Lenticular. Okay. I don't that's, know what the, that is. that's those things where you like hold you move it back and forth and the picture changes. Ah, okay. Yeah. Alright, gotcha. A set of stickers, an enemy zero shirt, a replica of the gun that main character Lara uses the game. Uh, actual design docs from the development, which is kind of bizarre but cool. Floppy disks, envelopes, <laughs> and paperback like this is all shit that was like they all had the company logo on it. Like it was just stuff around their office, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that they just threw in. You you got a, a <laughs> Get that throwing that pencil. <laughs> you got a Sega Saturn stamp CDR. They they just went into the office and took the desk and just went like that <laughs> yeah, into a box into and mailed these it to big you. metal boxes. <laughs> and finally, for the ultimate price, you got uh, a full tight leather outfit worn by one of the companion girls hired to model at the Tokyo Game Show <laughs> official booth. Uh, there you go, Matt. There's your used clothing. Yeah. <laughs> So you got the bodysuit, <laughs> hat, gloves, tights, the badge, and earrings that were uh, all included in... Nice. Yeah. So many great smells in that box. <laughs> and oh, God. Uh, icing, icing on the cake, by the way, they would, all of this would be hand-delivered in that crate by Kenji Ino himself. He, went, he would go to your house and give you this used clothing. How many of them were there? 20? 20. There were 20 booth babes. So he, but what if you like ordered it somewhere? Like he had to like what fly to like LA? 
to hand deliver this to somebody or you couldn't get it in America? I think it, pro- I think it, it was probably Japan only, but no, Japan's I mean, not you, a super small country. Maybe, yeah. You gotta take the train with this big giant metal box full of used clothes and <laughs> <laughs> floppy disks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this this act even <laughs> Where's the rest of the girl? <laughs> uh, this act would even lead to them having their own page in the uh, Guinness Book of World Records having the most exclusive special edition before being broken later by our top four. Uh, and in case you weren't creeped out enough thinking that was a different time, in 2009, box number eight, because they were numbered, uh, resold on Yahoo Auctions for $3,414.58. What the fuck uses Yahoo <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. This so, was the 90s, and also, Chris. Oh, no, 2009. Who's going to buy a used latex outfit with all the smells gone already? <laughs> <laughs> The guy who bought it took it out and wore it a couple times and put it back in. <laughs> so, so for these top four titles, I believe that they each they only have one edition each. Uh, uh, like, like more ridiculous than the last, but they're like they're, there was only one offered. Uh, so you had your chance to get it while it was hot, and then it was gone. And we're, we're also gonna hit the tier now of high rollers only. This shit is about to become expensive as college, depending on where it's you went to college. Pretty expensive. Somehow less worthless, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. So if you didn't know what that last game was, odds are you probably haven't heard of this one either. All right. Uh, because I hadn't until this popped up during my research. Uh, so I'm going to allow me to introduce uh, you all to the most... Obs- pr- I guess it's even more if you're on the artist list. This is called a game called Crater. Uh, oh, no shit. That's the eBay... Au- that's the fucking Yahoo auction of the dude that fucking bought. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Anyway, this is Crater. I uh, had this game. You did? Yeah. How was it? I don't remember. I remember that box art, though. Yeah? No, this that is... That box art looks like it's out of the 90s. This looks yeah, like Borderlands box <laughs> art. <laughs> so... Oh, no. It was on Steam. Yeah. That's where I saw the box art. Okay, that makes game. sense. So... Yeah, so this is a game yeah. called Crater. It was led by lead designer Victor Magnusson. Uh, apparently, it's is he a squ- Swedish. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, okay, oh, yeah, sense. he is, because that's going to play into our story later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, apparently, this is a, uh, this is a squad-based RTS uh, role-playing game. Not exactly up my alley, if you know me. It's fine. It was supposed to be set in a post-apocalyptic Sweden. There you go. It's not up your alley. We're more like putting a vibrating controller on your tain and playing Tetris. That more up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> more than uh, more than tactical squad-based RPTS role-playing games. Yeah, um, it's set in a, yeah post-apocalyptic Sweden. Sounds kind of cool. I don't know. It, this was released uh, as I also mentioned. It was back on Steam. This is 2012. It was on the PC. Uh, it did not review that great, but you know uh, the team that made this, by the way, is an indie studio called Fat Shark. Why who, have I heard of them? I because like... they were responsible for that terrible, terrible Escape Dead Island game. Oh, okay. And also later on, they went to do Vermintide one and two. Yes, that's why I recognize. Yeah. Yeah. So all awesome over, games. It, yeah. So all over in terms of quality, this company, I guess, good uh, comeback. To, yeah, depending on what you're looking for. Yeah. The, uh, so it's it's really weird. So anyway, the game itself may not have been, uh, th- may have been forgotten, but not its special Victor edition. <laughs> what? <laughs> this a looks bunch of pots and pans. Yes. So, this looks like an ad I would ignore on like yeah. well, an obscure <laughs> pornography website. Yeah. So. What am I uh, on crack For ten thousand uh, dollars, you got the game and one other thing. That lead designer I mentioned, turned out he was also a world-class cook. 
And for the tiny asking price of 10 grand or 8,000 euros, the Swedish chef would come right to your house regardless of where you lived. Well, like the Swedish chef. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless where you lived in the whole world, deliver the game just like our last guy and prepare you a private personal meal. And he would play the game with you after too. That's so that's so awkward. <laughs> when did this game come out? It's probably before autistic people had money. Because there's new else is buying this. <laughs> so it's not exactly what you want though. You can't the self-proclaimed master cook would offer you just these options. You couldn't tell him to make anything you want. You're gonna pay ten thousand dollars and tell him to make you a mean PB and J. That's what I would do. Um, That's an expensive PB and J. The buyer can. Uh, can I, would t- I would tell him to come with a cow that's alive <laughs> for and ten cook grand. the whole thing. <laughs> Flash fry this baby. <laughs> Aqua Teen no, fans, I pick, assume he, all of you. He tells you to pick you up like McDonald's on the way. Just <laughs> <laughs> bring it down. I so want you to bring in a live crocodile, kill it in front of me, and then cook it. <laughs> so the, the buyer could either opt for a mystery dish. Or choose from the, <laughs> the Viking burger, Swedish meatballs, and Austin, you want to read that for me? Fisketra? Pita burger. Special. That sounds like that sounds like fermented fish because he's Swedish. Okay. In which case, I might have tried that. It's disgusting. <laughs> In case anybody was wondering, fermented fish, not that great. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the last one? Esther or Preto pizza? Yeah, that sounds Italian. I'm offended. <laughs> uh, and if that's too much for you, they did have a 25% off coupon available after the package went unsold. Yeah, no shit it went unsold. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, dumb could, fucking idea. I, I could not find any evidence that anyone bought this edition for their meeting with Victor. At the time of this reading, the link on that site now is fully dead. Yeah, I'm sure. This yeah. is a guy who just had money and he was like, I'm going to make a video game. <laughs> So, now we're on to racing games. Um, racing games can probably get pretty expensive for that full setup, right? Like, especially those driving sims. You want that racing wheel. You want those pedals. You want that shifter. Uh, maybe an air freshener. Nice. Uh, for the ambience. But what, you do, <laughs> but what do you do when just playing the video game isn't enough uh, for that experience anymore? You put the... Uh, you know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, enter Grid 2's Mono Edition. Uh, so... Is that to scale? <laughs> <laughs> is that is very the car the size of a PS3 yeah, it's a real box. Big PS3 game. Yeah. So uh, it's out of the basement and onto the racetrack with the special UK exclusive bundle that grants your very own grid-themed BAC mono supercar. Um, Conrad, do you know a lot about this car? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't pick up. It was a resounding no. <laughs> uh, and here's the funny thing is you, you, you didn't just get this car. Um, you would also get a tour of the actual BAC factory where they could, would customize your 170 miles per hour ride and get your own decorated helmet, race suit, gloves, and boots. And company Codemasters didn't just skimp there. You also got a brand new PlayStation 3. Woo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so final asking price for this, by the way, uh, was 125,000 pounds or $190,000. Uh, making it That's the- honestly not the worst for a car that goes 170 miles an hour, <laughs> considering like the other cars of that price making range. Making it and- again the most expensive video game edition ever, until our top two, of course. Uh, but unlike our Victor edition, 
Right there, this guy. Fucking uh, idiot. This thing actually I'd rather sold. the real Swedish chef make me a meal, <laughs> and then I'll pay $10,000. <laughs> but no, unlike... Uh, Unlike our pal Victor here, though, like this actually sold, and guess who? This sold to a man named Joel Thomas Zimmerman. Uh, and for anyone who doesn't know, Dead Mouse, better wine is known as. Yeah. Excuse me, what was, what's his name? Better what? what? Dead Mouse Five. Thank Dead you. Mouth five. <laughs> yeah. Dead Mao. Dead Mao Five. Dead Mao Five. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the DJ not only grabbed the listing rather quickly, but went on to have the, his other supercar, the BAC factory that he was taking t- like a tour of, painted uh, into this neon cat monstrosity while on tour. There. I love memes, man. Remember them? Well, they're still going on. But <laughs> must be nice to be rich, right? When a fucking meme can affect your major life decisions like that. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what this Lamborghini could use? A pop tart cat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what about the rest of those people that have more money to burn, right? Uh, welcome the Dying Light My Apocalypse Edition. Um, All right. Yeah. Sorry, these preambles aren't going to do these entries justice anymore. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> Dying Light, of course, being the much uh, revered spiritual successor to Dead Island with its open world zombie survival fighting. Developer Techland and publisher Warner Brothers, they're back again after that FIDA statue, to decide uh, to, to announce their uh, one of a kind, uh, again, UK exclusive package Man, that the includes get all the, good stuff. the following. A, uh, I, and I think the best way to do this one is to read them off just like that Enemy Zero bundle. So here's what you got in this thing you got four signed Steelbox editions of the game. I hope to, I assume, to share with your friends. It's a four player co op game, after all. Uh, two top-of-the-line Razer Tiamat headphones, which I guess they couldn't spring for that extra two for your other two friends. So I guess you fight over it. <laughs> Four copies of the game, two headphones. Uh, but fuck all that, because this is where, you know, that's just, that's, that's, that's just stupid. You know, that's just the game. This is where it gets real. The, uh, a round trip to uh, Roclaw, Poland, to meet and party with the dev team where they would play a special match in the game with you and have your face scan put into the game on a Night Hunter character model. I assume that's an enemy in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the zombies that come out at night. Okay. They're hard to kill. Ah. Do they hunt? Do they hunt you? They do hunt at night. All right. The name is self-explanatory. <laughs> then they will give you um, zombie avoidance parkour lessons. With a company called Ampersound, the team behind that, there's like a famous viral POV video that was used to promote this game. Um, And lastly, they will lead you to this ugly-ass custom-built zombie-proof, I gotta keep doing air quotes, (laughs) shelter provided by Tiger Log Cabins, complete with a fully equipped amenities like a new TV, an Xbox One, a surround sound system, a Dying Light-branded night vision goggles, a pair of adult diapers... Which, not a horror game, but okay. No, it's the adult diapers so that you can shit while you're fighting zombies. Oh, yeah. right. And a human-sized yeah. volatile figurine to, quote, use as a deterrent on human raiders. And also all women, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. What uh, the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> all right, so... Last guessing game of the Where day. Where does this go? At your house? That, you I already think know it's more than that car. But how much do you guys think that this cost then? It's more than the car? It's more than the $190,000 supercar. $121,000. 300K. Half a million. 
Well, you, if you guessed 250,000 pounds or $386,000, that could have all been yours. Did anybody buy this? I'll get there. <laughs> now, I know what you're all thinking. No one is actually going to buy this, like you said, right? Why would anybody buy it? Dead mouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dead mouse bought it again. <laughs> yeah, drove his car into that shelter. Um, well, you're right. Nobody bought it. Really? Yeah. Fuck. So, Warner Brothers decided to amp it up with another massive bundle, somehow even more stupid. For Dying Light. Yeah, for the same game. Meet the Spotlight Edition in conjunction with the, the launch of the film's, the game's expansion, the following. And in Did this here, ever come out? So, in here was another four copies of the game, all with the DLC and a promised supporting role in the fucking Dying Light movie. Oh uh, my god. Included in that were personal acting lessons from Roger Craig Smith, voice of Resident Evil's Claire Redfield. Assassin's Chris Redfield. Assassin's Creed's Ezio. And of course, the world's best, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> a screen so in this you also got a screening tour with first class flights, an on-set trainer stuntman. Uh, like who would train, I guess, like train you for your role in this film, uh, an off-road driving course, a special effects makeup session, an original copy of the film's script for you to have after the filming wraps up, and, and 10 VIP tickets to the opening night of the film, and to be a voice in the upcoming expansion of the game. Now, this is such a weird thing, like, so geared towards somebody who's, like, a fan of the game. Yeah. When, like, when in reality, people who can afford this, like, can just get it all for free. <laughs> <laughs> You're the voice of a character in the game, but the character's name is Kyle, and how do they know a man bought this? Or was gonna buy this? Well, first of all, That's because, a good point. because a woman would only have $7,000, not $10,000 to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, why. We didn't get, we, we didn't get to... Yeah, we didn't get to the price yet. It's it's not uh No, so here's the thing. This no, this, this was to be sold for 10 million dollars. Wait, what? Okay, so I meant 7 million. Which would have obviously been the number 1 spot with a bullet except from what I could tell this considering this movie obviously never came to be, it does not look like this edition edition was ever actually up for sale at any point. So I'm afraid... Yeah, it's been finance the movie you could be in. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm afraid that... So this entry is disqualified, making our second place winner that My Apocalypse edition or whatever. Yeah. Um, So, you know, thanks for that. Fucking stupid. (laughs) But hey, uh, you know... They're just playing with us. That's all these rich people are doing. But who knows what... Buy a shelter. (laughs) (laughs) Put an action figure as big as you inside. (laughs) I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you inside of it. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, who knows what the special editions of Dying Light 2 will uh, will bring. So maybe for a billion dollars, they'll blow up the earth and turn it into a real wasteland just like the game. <laughs> they'll do it for free. <laughs> They're already doing it. All right, everyone. Uh, here it is. And uh, I know... Sorry, that you, this is what you've all been anxiously waiting for to me to read this one because it also goes without saying that this specific bundle was definitely the inspiration for this whole episode. So we're just going to get right into it. Saints Row. Saints Row. Uh, this is a series almost solely dedicated to the outrageous, right? 
uh, and where they would outdo other titles with their over-the-top gameplay, why not beat them in spe the special edition Insanity as well? Now, the franchise certainly has been no stranger to weird collector uh, versions before. Uh, Saints Row 2 had an Aust Australian New Zealand special edition that came with a gold gun box bullet USB flash drive and a basketball jersey. While Saints the New Zealand edition <laughs> came with a gold gun. Oh, oh. God. Come on, man. What? <laughs> While the, uh, while I'm just Saint saying, whoever bought it doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> while, uh, while Saints oh, Row 3 uh, had two editions, one in Europe that came with cufflink shades and a bullet-shaped bullet ice tray, like, and then the American Platinum Pack that came bundled with a custom headset that would auto-tune your voice with a built-in vocoder, <laughs> like character Zemos from the game. But... Uh, with those not being enough, on August 9th, 2013, publisher Deep Silver announced for the follow-up sequel Saints Row 4's ludicrously named Super Dangerous Wadwad Edition, a $1 million ultimate special bundle for the game limited to one insanely rich, weird individual who was looking to get the following items all in one handy transaction. Uh, this, this for, so this $1 million would get you Saints Row 4, the Commander-in-Chief Edition. Remember, you played as the president in that game. Yeah. Um, I love that. Isn't that the one that opens with, like, cure cancer or feed the hungry, hungry forever? Yeah. yeah, and I remember, like, if you choose the cancer one, you're like, yeah, cancer's had a good run. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I assume all the DLC, season pass, all that stuff. Then you got a... Pretty great if you still had to pay for the DLC. <laughs> yeah, you to buy the season pass. So the... Uh, the, the Virgin Galactic uh, a space flight this was one of the things that came in and for those who don't know uh, or aren't totally clear on what this is uh, it is literally a 90 minute venture at almost 2500 miles per hour into the upper atmosphere around Earth right on the edge of where outer space begins that will simulate complete weightlessness um, it is uh, for the passenger, like, and this is for passengers, like whoever like wants to do it. A single ticket on the official website, by the way, for this, you can go on there right now, is uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Nice. Um, I once watched Richard Branson parachute into a concert. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> it was with now insane person Tom DeLonge. Wait, you were there too? <laughs> yeah. I was there. Was that Virgin Fest, right? Yeah, or Free and he, Fest, he parachuted onto the roof, onto the of, roof the place, of the building, yeah. and then popped a bottle of champagne Yo, with you were Tom there? DeLong. Yeah, Yo, you were there? Yeah. Look at this shit. Can you believe yeah, these assholes? <laughs> it's a free show. Uh, <laughs> um, so... It was Blank, Blank, Blank and Weezer, Blank. right? Blank and Weezer yeah. and the Bravery. Two now horrible bands. <laughs> That's true. So this, this was uh, the, the most expensive thing on the list uh, here. The other things that you got on here, by the way, this was a full-sized replica dubstep gun for which the studio videos that they shared is exactly what it sounds like. Modeled after the one in the game, you can finally blast everyone out of your office with Skrillex. This is, they literally constructed there's only one of a kind uh, and so I can't price how much this costs so who knows no, get, take a shot at it though for that <laughs> just kidding just go I think it's less than the space plate uh, so, I'm pretty sure John can make one of those yeah John you want to make a dubstep gun yeah. for us <laughs> he left <laughs> I hope he listens to this later <laughs> he's Probably not gonna won't. <laughs> 
Uh, so then you got something called a hostage rescue experience. That's what it says in there. This, so this one was rather difficult to look into as they didn't give them a specific price or a different place or company on the release, but most researchers theorized that this was handled by Virgin as well. Uh, for their offer for that was an entire staged paintball or airsoft game where you could play as the rescuer of a guest of your choice. I don't know. That one is odd because it's no longer listed on their website but as an experience to sign up for, but I guess it's like you could bring a friend or somebody and then rescue them in a fake... That's why Virgin's lesser known services. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in this, you also got plastic surgery... What? Which is, yeah. Not sure what the limitations are on that, but there's quite a lot you could do there, I suppose, if you wanted, as long as it was all in one procedure. Yeah, so you got... Yeah. <laughs> Put the dick on your forehead. Uh, <laughs> then you got, uh, according to this, you got a day at training camp. Again, had to break this down. This is through Virgin... Uh, it's safe to assume, anyway. That this is kind of what you think it is. It's a day of classes based around firearms and physical training where they show you gadgets and help educate you on espionage tactics. Spies, notorious for their one day of training. <laughs> <laughs> that bundle is still available on their site, by the way, for any of you guys that want to train. I don't know. The next one is a shopping spree with a personal shopper to quote, create the ultimate Planet Saints capsule wardrobe where the diving... It's, it's, apparently it says, uh, people who like looked into this, that the, the shopping spree was up to $39,000. So I guess you would... I don't, you could go buy clothes and try and rack that up as high as you could. Just go to like... Keep in mind, to get this, you already have to have a million dollars. To blow away on this fucking game. Uh, and then you got a seven-night stay in the top royal suite at the... I'm not going to pronounce in Dubai. Burj Al Arab. Thank you. Uh, and first-class flights for two. There it is right oh, there. Oh, is that the rotating one? No, so I don't... I don't know. It doesn't look like it rotates. Is that the one that... No, they're in the background. That's oh, the one that the uh, one all the Tom, way the back Cruise, there. Tom Cruise climbs. Yeah, Mission Impossible. Yeah. So that's the highest. That's the highest building in the, or the yeah, tallest building the, in the world. That's the Burj Khalifa. Burj right? Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. Uh, so the, I, uh, I I believe the room that they offer for this is the highest room in the in. What's in up with Tom Cruise? All right, go on. I got a, do I got a documentary you should watch. Um, then you also got a seven night for two stay at the Jefferson Hotel. In Washington, D.C., with an, uh, another Thomas first Jefferson class Thomas built it. <laughs> I'm just rolling who do, about who now. Who do you think built it? <laughs> you know what Jefferson had? Help. Um, oh. All right, that's it. Oh. <laughs> that's oh, a little too far. It. Yeah. That's just history. I'm not, uh, then you got a brand new Lamborghini uh, Geraldo. Gallardo. Really? Gallardo. <laughs> you got a Lamborghini Gerardo, Gelato. With a one year's membership to the E23 Supercar Club? Not exactly sure what that is. But the car itself is also worth a quarter million dollars, like the space flight. Was that in Fast and the Furious? Probably. It's in Need right. for Speed Hot Pursuit 2. Well, why is there no Fast and the Furious video game? There, there is. There is. Oh, that really? is an expansion for Forza. Alright. No, there's also a Fast and Furious game. It's apparently terrible. Apparently, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that the showdown or something? I mean, yeah, apparently. Right. Who would play that? <laughs> 
And uh, kind of cheeky here, but with this Lamborghini, by the way, they also gave you a t- nice little Toyota Prius. Because most of the time, since the Italians made your Lamborghini, it'll be broke down. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be driving this Toyota. But just to throw on top of this, by the way, you know what they gave you with the Prius? A year's worth of insurance. A whole year's? A whole year's. Now, I, I don't know if they gave you insurance in the Lamborghini. I'm sure that would... That would be way more expensive. Way more. Now, this whole, now th- this whole thing is obviously joke. I mean, you have to give credit where credit is due. I mean, it was a good, um, it, it was good marketing and a pretty hilarious mockery of special editions and of games in general. Most importantly, though, this was available to buy through uh, game.co.uk, the same site where the, those fucking Dying Light editions were on. So I don't know. I guess that's just what that company does. Um, but yeah, they were prepared for it, and it was later revealed on a stream that they didn't exactly intend on anyone to take them up on it, but if some millionaire did pull the trigger, they would have had to deliver. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But here's the interesting thing, though. It wasn't long after the reveal of this thing that people started to break down the cost of all of these absurd items. That's how I got a lot of those numbers yeah. when I was running through this thing. And the fine print read that the buy would have to, like, the buyer would have to take all of the items, no substitutions or cash equivalents. Which, if you have a million dollars, I guess that probably wouldn't be asking, yeah. you know, much for you anyway. But on the same day that this thing was revealed, Forbes and Ars Technica, Ars Technica attempted to blast the word out that it may not even be worth it for those people rich enough to afford it. Uh, so this will bring us to our final guessing game of the night here. And I, I think I said that earlier, so I lied. Newell, another <laughs> guessing game. Um, without going over, what do you guys think the value of all these items added up together actually was? That's pretty close. You guys are actually in a pretty good vicinity. I'm very surprised. One. So, according to the Forbes article... Um, you like, it, remember that show? It was on TV. Which one? Uh, <laughs> Price is Right. Yep. <laughs> I never heard of it. Is that the sequel to the Drew Carey show? No, so the... the it was um, uh, $629,974.69. Nice. <laughs> That's a sex number. Uh, with the um, the vast, you know, majority, by the way, uh, being the flight and the luxury car. Now, this doesn't include taxes, but honestly, taxes on this shit were most likely going to fuck you over anyway. Uh, of course, with the word getting out, the super dangerous Wadwad edition went unsold, leaving the most expensive video game edition ever purchased by an individual to Deadmau5 so that he could finally add that mono to his collection of stupid meme cars. So, you can thank the world for that. But that's going to do it for tonight. That's our episode. Uh, thank you Yay! so much for everyone coming out. <laughs> um, we'll do our plugs of following us on stuff. A lot of research and writing went into this, so thank you sincerely for everybody for coming out uh, and listening to it and laughing with us. Shout out to collectorsedition.org uh, for help uh, finding a lot of this product information and, of course, to the Volume Cafe for having us uh, all tonight, all of you that came out to play Smash Brothers. Uh, to Kristen also for hosting, to Jason for sound and everything, everyone who set this up, uh, Dom for making the flyer, um, anyone else that helped spread the word or shared the post and even traveled down here from far up north. Um, what is it? Uh, I Thanks for, I was going to say to the winner of the tournament, but I don't think they're here. So... <laughs> um, but yeah, I... Uh, 
But uh, this episode will probably go live in about a month or two. Uh, if you wanted to hear yourselves and uh, listen to it again, a new episode will still be out this Friday. Hang out with us. And uh, I think that's it. I think that's all. It'll be cool to uh, yeah, You other. want to do plugs? You can do plugs. All right. For any of those uh, who don't know yet. Oh, my jewel sticks to the thing. Oh, all fuck. Right. We could have done that the whole time. <laughs> we could have been so much all cooler. Right. Uh, if you're not already, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Hot Button Cast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, any of that other shit. You knocked it off. It didn't work. <laughs> you got to be real still. But it would be zen. Yeah. Um, we have a website now. We do. Uh, this guy built it. Hotbuttoncast.com. Check it out. Yeah, give for it up. all future live events that we'll, may, we might do. Uh, maybe, probably not. Who knows? Um, and yeah, is that it? Did I miss anything? I think that's it. Follow us on YouTube so that I can change the goddamn fucking URL. <laughs> you want to rant about YouTube for a second? Fuck you, Google. <laughs> that's all I have to say. You know, and finally, shout out to God, number one. I mean, everybody give it up for God. <laughs> everybody give it up for Satan. Yeah! Alright. Just as Hell dumb yourselves. to worship him, you fucking shills, just because it's opposite. We are out. <laughs>